Hey, good morning, London. Uh, 980 CFPL. Here we are, MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young, uh, joined by the MedPoint team. And today I have Hannah McCutcheon joining me on air. Hannah, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. It's great to have you along, and uh, I trust we're going to have a great show. Um, Hannah, what's going on at MedPoint? We always have a lot of things going on at MedPoint, and I'm really excited about the new gym in Tilsonburg, and I have to tell people about it because I think it's fantastic, and I'm, I'm actually kind of jealous because, you know, it's got a lot of nice cardio equipment. It's got big screen TVs. It is a beautiful facility, and I wish that I could go down there more and visit and see it. Um, Hannah, you haven't been to the Tilsonburg gym yet. No, I haven't. Okay. I look forward to it as well. Just like. It is. It's very nice. Yeah. And uh, the one thing that we're offering, and if you're listening from the city of Tilsonburg or surrounding area, Ingersoll, um, St. Thomas even, you know what? We have cardio memberships. So if you just want to have access to that equipment, we have that available. If you want to have our one-on-one personal training with a kinesiologist, we have that as well. We'd be happy to provide you with uh, services. If you want to email me, it's ron at medpoint.ca, or perhaps you can even call in 519-432-1919, and you can uh, speak to somebody directly about those services. Tilsonburg's awesome, and we're also uh, getting dietitian services out there. So, you know, what better way to start off the new year than to eat better, to get on more cardio machines, and to exercise. Hannah, have you made any New Year's resolutions or are, are you uh I have. I kind of fell it? off the track there during the break, I, like most of us, I'm yeah. sure. Um, so I'm trying to get my endurance back up again. Okay. I was I was very involved in sports and I'm trying to get that endurance back up for my soccer season this coming spring. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's a realistic goal. And of course, we know that by the end of January, a lot of people have fallen short of their New Year's resolution. So it's important that we keep that up. Uh, some of the strategies to keep up resolutions, Hannah. Uh, you know, one of the biggest things I would say is to have an accountability, an accountability buddy. Have somebody that you can report to, you can check in with, somebody with maybe even similar goals as you that you can, uh, you know, uh, progress together in your journey to better health. Do Absolutely. You, do you have any uh, tips, perhaps, that you would recommend for people who want to? maintain those new year's resolutions for sure when i when i make goals with clients i try to get them to actually sign a little contract that they've okay. written out themselves and it's then like and then they themselves. have somebody at home a family friend that also signs it with them to make sure that they stay accountable to it cool because that's really that's really important like let's let's face it there can be some things where you just set your mind to it and you think okay i have enough willpower here to do this but if you actually put it in writing and have somebody to, to kind of hold that contract over you and say, look, this is what you wanted. What's changed? Uh, why are you deviating from the plan? Or, you know, somebody to congratulate you if you're uh, succeeding in the plan. I think that's fantastic. It's also the barriers too. Yeah. You want to write down all those barriers that, you know, not being able to get up in the morning or, right. you know, not having the time. Whatever excuse you usually make, you want to write those out. And you want to focus on those and say, how can I overcome those barriers? That's a good, that's a good point. And we know that'll happen. Barriers will always come up in our journey to better health. Um, whether it be, uh, excuses that arise to that, uh, inhibit us from exercising or perhaps, you know, hanging out with the wrong bunch on Saturday night and, uh, the diet goes a little bit off the rails. We need to make sure that we plan for those and have an action, 
uh, goal to, to follow through with. Because if, if that is your goal, and if you say, you know what, I'm going to clean up my diet, well, I still want to go out with my buddies Saturday night, Friday night, whatever it may be. I still want to go to the Knights game and get some uh, popcorn. You can reward yourself. That's no problem. But if it's going to be something that's detrimental to your overall health, uh, have an have an action plan to get away from that. Or, you know what, if you're consuming alcohol, maybe substitute it for water. Little things like that that will help uh, motivate you and continue uh, you towards your goals. Hannah, one of the things that happens this time of the year is a lot of people are getting sick. A lot of people are suffering flu-like illness. And uh, influenza A is going around right now. Typically... In February, we see the influenza B showing up. But what we're seeing in BC right now is a lot of trends of a 50-50 split, which means that the prevalence or the uh, cases reported of the flu are pretty much doubling because of both of them being uh, so uh, widespread at this point. Why do you think people are so passive, resistive, maybe when it comes to the flu, because flu cases continue to rise, but new research supports that 61% of Canadians are not concerned about getting the flu. Why, why does this number surprise you? Um, not really, because when people do get, you know, the flu, they're like, oh, it's only for a short period of time. Right. But it does have physiological effects on your body for the long term. Yeah. And I think people need to consider that more. Well, if you consider 61% of Canadians are not concerned and only 38% got the flu vaccination this year. That's something that I always talk about is vaccinations and I, I firmly believe in them. I think that the effectiveness uh, and, and everything outweighs the potential harms of uh putting special populations at risk, elderly and and newborns and stuff like that. And I think the other important key is that, uh, you know, you you might not have flu-like symptoms, but you can certainly be a carrier of the virus. Absolutely. I try to get that through to other people's heads and they they don't, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So I'm glad we're talking about it right now, for sure. The uh, other numbers that might jump out at you, Hannah, here, and some things to bring to the listener's attention... Uh, 59% are using frequent hand washing. So that means 40% presumably aren't washing their hands, spread of, you know, germs. Uh, we talked about 38% got the flu vaccine. Uh, 31% taking vitamins or herbal supplements. 27% are eating a healthier diet. 26% are getting more sleep. And 20% of Canadians haven't taken any preventative measures at all. So we know that those last few I talked about, getting more sleep, uh, eating better, certainly having vitamins, minerals in your system will help to build your immunity and strengthen you. And if you're exercising, hey, that's even better because you're strengthening your, 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 your body to, to help fight off some of this stuff. But 20% haven't taken any preventative measures. Why do you think that people just don't care? Do you think people... I think... People just figure, I'm either going to get it and just deal with it for a week, or I'm going to be free of it, you know? And is that the right train of thought to to go through? I don't think so. And 
I'm I always tell people knock on wood that I don't get sick I and I don't really think to take preventative measures because I don't get sick often right but you got to think about okay but if you take those preventative measures you're helping others around you so that you don't carry it yeah so I think it's super important hand washing um, and being aware of things that you constantly touch like your phone yeah wash your phone that's a good wipe one. your phone I like that tip and for anybody out there listening who has kids, you know, my wife, uh, we went to a birthday party the other day and it was at, um, Kidscape or Playway or one of those. And, uh, you know, you just, I was, felt like I was washing their hands every 30 minutes. Like I was, uh, you know, so it's very important, especially when you have kids who, you know, they're putting their hands in their mouth and they're going down slides and snots running out of their nose and all that stuff. So you do really have to be careful and, you know, what better way than to do the preventative measures, eat better, you know, wash your hands, make sure you you cover your mouth when you're sneezing and stuff, because we need to stop the spread of stuff. Um, you know, if, if you're same thing for, for any sort of disease, if you're, if you're told that you could be pre-diabetic or something like that, uh, you know. Well, how do you prevent diabetes? You eat better. You you exercise. You do all the things that help your body to uh, to fight that off. And similar to the flu, I think because people don't look at any long-term ramifications, they don't maybe have somebody who's uh, elderly around them or newborn babies around them, but it can overall have a big effect. And, you know, make sure that you get in for... For your flu shots, we got the uh, walk-in clinic downstairs, City Plaza, um, and uh, we'd be happy to help you out with that. Prevention is key in this situation, just as everything. So um, I want to thank everybody for listening, for tuning in, and we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about salt in the foods that you eat. Are the manufacturers doing enough to get those levels down? Stay tuned for the MedPoint Health Half Hour on 980 CFBL. Welcome back to the show every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young, joined by the MedPoint Kinesiology team, and I have Hannah McCutcheon joining me today. First time on air? First time. That's awesome. You're doing very well. Thank you. Um, we're talking a lot of things, health, prevention, stuff like that, and what I wanted to, to do right now is give you a glimpse of our MedPoint membership because I feel like it's a service that people don't often think about uh, doing for themselves or, or gifting to another, but it can go a long way. And when you think about the three-hour and five-hour medical assessments that we do in knowing a blueprint for your body. So Hannah, you uh, have done the um, fitness portion of the medical. Uh, you're aware of all the other rooms. I mean, what better way to start the year off than to have uh, a complete kind of diagnostic on you so that you can see where you're at with everything, where you're falling short, and what we all need to improve upon, right? Absolutely. You know, if I, I know a lot of people are kind of hesitant and some people think, you know what, I don't want to know what's going on with me because they're afraid. Well, if you're afraid of uh, potential dangers, disease, you know, that could come about... Uh, because of neglect to your body, not exercising, not eating the right things, you should get in because it can it can in most cases be an eye opener if you are 
pre-diabetic, maybe you have uh, very high blood pressure and you're on your way to a heart attack. Um, you know, these are the kinds of things that you need to make sure that you watch out for and we can show you where you stand uh, in regards to your health and uh, give you a, a goal of where you should be, where we feel you should be uh, in comparison to uh, people your gender, age, uh, height, weight, stuff like that. So we can do all the comparables and show you, look, we know your cholesterol is high. We know your blood pressure is through the roof. And uh, a lot of our, our diagnostics, um, you know, Hannah, some of the ones in the platinum medical that you don't even think about getting the echocardiogram, the abdominal ultrasound, these could, could pick up and in most cases do pick up some sort of thing that needs further investigation. So it is a good idea to get in, uh, get your uh, three-hour Kaha, your five-hour Platinum Medical, and uh, make 2018 the best year that you can make it. Um, Hannah, I wanted to talk with you about this article that came out, and it was on the CBC News site, Voluntary Sodium Targets Not Being Met by Processed Food Industry. Now, I know what you're thinking. There's a lot of processed food on the shelves of the grocery store right now. And uh, how do we properly combat this? Like if, if, if Health Canada is telling these manufacturers, look, you have to get your sodium under control in your product, and they're kind of dragging their feet a little bit to comply, is there a way to speed this stuff up? You know, 48% of the categories of processed foods in the agency's evaluation did not make any progress. So is there a way that we can help fast track this? I know with labeling and food, you know, printing and manufacturing, there, there can be a lot of changes that need to happen in order for certain steps to be taken. But like, what are your thoughts about salt in the food industry and stuff like that? I mean, some foods need it to be preserved. Others need it for taste, are we just doomed to kind of a bland, you know, world where we are throwing out food products because they're not making the uh, expiry dates? Well, I try to use anything other than salt. There's lots of herbs and spices out there that don't include salt and that are going to give you that taste. I also try to, you know, when I grocery shop, I grocery shop on the outside aisles. I only grocery shop in the, the fresh produce and the fresh meats. I don't go to those box pre-cooked meals and et cetera. I try to do that. That's how you can help yourself. When it comes to industries, I'm not too sure if they're going to change, and it doesn't seem like they want to because it says here that they made changes in June 2012 um, to reduce. They wanted to reduce to 2,300 milligrams per day Mm -hmm. of sodium, but they're still at 3,400. Wow. And 2,300 milligrams of sodium is actually only one teaspoon of sodium a day. I feel like we should be rewarding the ones that are bringing their salt levels down, you know? And I know bringing your salt levels down automatically doesn't make it a healthy product, but it's it's these companies that are are, um, abiding by the standards that Health Canada set out, they are making an effort in order to decrease the sodium content in their foods. And, you know, I think in some regard they should be rewarded in a way that, you know, hey, maybe we'll give you the 
front of the grocery store or something like that or have a label on the bag that says, you know what, Health Canada is giving this a stamp of approval. And that's that may very well be what they're, what they're projecting towards. I'm not sure. Um, you know, 3,400 milligrams is double of what an individual requires, approximately. So in a lot of these foods, you know, salty pizzas and stuff like that, you're quite often getting your daily salt intake in one meal, and it should really be spread out across your whole day. Uh, you know, these, uh, these salty foods, like, there doesn't seem to be a, a, an end to them, and that's, that's concerning for, for a lot of people. And Hannah, if they don't get you in preserving their product or making their product taste better, sometimes we're our own worst enemy at the dinner table because we're sprinkling that stuff on like it's... Uh, like it's uh, going to be non-existent next week, yep. you know? So it's really dangerous. Uh, a couple of tips that we can give to help you stay on track. Obviously, like Hannah was saying, find other cooking methods, find other uh, ways to spruce up your meals, you know? Instead of using a salt uh, at the dinner table, perhaps you want to use a salt-free um, alternative or perhaps some herbs, parsley, spices, some peppers, um, you know, it, it's all goes hand in hand to say, we need to make sure that we're cutting down on salt intake. Hannah, another thing is restaurants, you know, are restaurants doing their best? Because now we're looking at packaged foods on, uh, grocery stores shelves, are restaurants doing their best? And I think by showing the calories of each meal, they're on the right track, but do they care about salt? Do you think they care about salt? Yeah, I don't think so, because you go into a restaurant and get a pasta, how yeah. much salt is in that pasta? Yeah, there is a salt, lot. Salt is always in those pasta meals, um, and you don't really think about it for those steaks that you get, how much salt is already in the meat, Yeah, let alone added on. That's true. That's true. I feel that they they don't care yet, but hopefully they will care. Yeah. And I think they are making good options out there for... Um, vegan options and other gluten-free options. So mm. I think it's when the people start caring, they will start caring. That's the key. And I mean, you know, we, we see it all the time in MedPoint. Uh, people come through and get the medicals and they're very resistant to change. You know, they want to wait for something to happen, you know. And that's the wrong way to think about it. Just like when we were talking about uh, the flu, being proactive and in, in trying to protect yourself and taking the preventative measures, you need to do this with your own health. Take control of your health now and, and do what you need to do so that you can have great quality of life later on uh, so you can be playing with your grandchildren out on the lawn. Um, you know, it's, it's one thing that we need to make sure that we're doing our part because the kids coming up, in today's society, are having energy drinks, they're having bags of chips, uh, you know, school cafeterias have a lot of not-so-great food options. Vending machines. Vending machines, yeah, another one. Coca-Cola and uh, Pepsi products, right? Yep. So everywhere they look, they're overwhelmed with choices to be made. And if we're not informing them on the proper choices, then you know, we're basically giving them the choice on their own. And of course they're going to choose the salty, savory, uh, 
potato chips. Of course, they're going to choose the high-energy caffeine sugar drinks because those are what's appealing to them and it's what's marketed to them. But if we make sure that we inform the young kids of today, inform teenagers of proper choices to be made, and not only that, but give them the opportunity to make those choices uh, in the school settings, in the grocery stores, that will build with them habits that, that will hopefully carry through to adulthood. But it really starts with you. If you're not setting a good example for young kids, for your kids, for other people's kids, you know, you're going to be part of the problem, right? Um, I know a lot of children out there right now were slaves to the screen, iPads, video game consoles, TV. It's a quick fix. It's the easy thing to do. If you want to, uh, if you're tired, had a long day at work, you throw it on and the kids love it. But we need to make sure our kids are getting active. We need to cut down on the sodium as we were talking about in this article and um, really push towards a healthier future for our country and uh, the world, really. Um, Hannah, any closing thoughts on that topic? No, I think you covered it. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. It's always a pleasure to bring you um, the facts on the health world, and uh, we love doing it. Hannah, thank you for joining me today on the show. Look, if something has struck a chord with you in today's program and you want to make a healthier change, visit medpoint.ca, check out our services. If you want to become well-versed in what to do in the gym, maybe buy a small personal training package, you could have myself or Hannah train you. Uh, you know, if you want to eat better, if you want to be a better example to your family, if you want to go on a grocery store tour, get our dietitian services. If you would like to come in and get a full comprehensive health assessment, which is one of the best things that you can do, do that for this year. Go to medpoint.ca and book an appointment in. And uh, if you're experiencing any flu-like symptoms, please stay in. Don't spread the don't spread the virus, and uh, we wish you all the best this uh, season in uh, flu season. I guess, right? That's all the time we got for today. Thanks for joining us, and we'll uh, be back next week for another great episode of MedPoint Health Half Hour, only on nine eighty CFPL.